coming to you from the studios of Galaxy Media. The number one ranked podcast for entertainment news. The Stephen King Show. Now here is your host, Stephen King. Hello and welcome back to The Stephen King Show. It was a busy weekend and I have a lot for you, including kids cleaning meat plants, Magic the Gathering is big money, an update on the UFOs, and the first Nintendo US theme park is now open. But first... The News. Tom Sizemore, the actor best known for his roles in Saving Private Ryan and Black Hawk Down, has been hospitalized and is in critical condition after suffering a brain aneurysm. The 61-year-old reportedly collapsed around 2 a.m. Saturday and was rushed to a hospital where he remains in the ICU. There hasn't been an official update on his condition, but his rep did say that Sizemore is in a bad way and his chances for recovery are uncertain. It was a marquee markdown. Mark Wahlberg has sold his Beverly Hills mansion for $55 million, $32.5 million less than its initial listing of $87.5 million last April. The sprawling 30,500-acre-foot home features 12 bedrooms and 20 bathrooms on six acres in an exclusive gated community. The Ted Star took the property off the market in October before relisting it in November at $79.5 million. The buyer has not been identified. Wahlberg purchased the land in 2009 for a measly $8.25 million, putting in at least five years of renovation efforts he and his family have relocated to the Las Vegas area. Marvel Studios kicked the box office into high gear again over the weekend. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania landed the largest opening day of 2023 so far, with a staggering $63.5 million according to IMDb's box office mojo. That figure includes $17.5 million from Thursday preview screenings. That marks the third highest February opening day in history behind Black Panther and Deadpool. Industry estimates give Quantumania a three-day opening north of $100 million and about $130 million over the four-day President's Day holiday weekend. Richard Gere was hospitalized in Mexico with pneumonia. It's unclear when he was admitted last week, but according to reports, he is currently in recovery. Gear was on vacation with his family, celebrating his wife Alejandra Silva's 40th birthday when he became ill. The 73-year-old reportedly had a bad cough leading up to their trip, which got worse while in Mexico, and he checked into a hospital where he learned he had pneumonia. Late last week on Instagram, Silva thanked those who wished her a happy birthday and wrote, after almost three weeks of everyone being sick in our family, today finally I feel much better. Zach Galifianakis has been cast in Disney's live-action Lilo and Stitch. Reportedly, he'll take on the role of Pleakley in the movie. That's the alien character originally voiced by Kevin McDonald in the original 2002 animated film. Dean Fleischer Camp, the Oscar-nominated director of last year's Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, will be directing the new adaptation. No release date yet. The haunting theme song of the White Lotus, which has become an unexpected viral sensation in nightclubs, now has an official dance remix. Friday, Dutch DJ Tiesto dropped the EDM remix of Renaissance, the theme song of HBO's hit show, on digital and streaming platforms. The Grammy Award winner, who has been a fan of the Mike White-created series since season one, has recently been playing his spin on the theme during performances and says fans absolutely love it. Time for Music News You Can Use. Demi Lovato on TikTok Thursday, she gave fans a taste of Still Alive, her new single from the Scream 6 soundtrack. The song drops March 3rd. 
Pink, Friday, she released her new album, Trustfall, including the previously released Never Gonna Not Dance Again and a ballad dedicated to her late father, When I Get There. She also revealed that during the pandemic, she underwent hip surgery and double disc replacement in her neck. Also, she gained 36 pounds because, quote, all I did was make sourdough and then eat the sourdough, end quote. Nirvana skateboarder Tony Hawk is using today, which would have been Kurt Cobain's 56th birthday, to raise mental health awareness by auctioning Cobain's skateboard from 1985. It is decorated with Cobain's painting of Iron Maiden. Hawk bought the board last year, an original Jeff Phillips model, a skateboarder who died by suicide in 1993, three months before Cobain. The Kinks, Dave Davies, has appealed to Elon Musk because posts from the band are being automatically flagged with a sensitive content warning due to the name of the group. Davies tweeted, Dear Elon Musk, would Twitter please stop putting warnings on everything from the Kinks? We are just trying to promote our Kinks music. The group has kicked off a 60th anniversary celebration of reissues. Van Halen will release the first ever vinyl edition of Live Right Here Right Now on April 22nd for Record Store Day. The remastered edition of 1993 live album will be the first of a series of reissues from the Sammy Hagar era of the band. George Strait made a surprise appearance at Austin's Moody Center on Thursday to act as MC for Bruce Springsteen's concert. Wearing his signature jeans and cowboy hat, Strait strolled on stage where the two superstars hugged. Then Strait said to the crowd, Austin, Texas, it's my honor tonight to introduce to you a band that really needs no introduction, right? Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Kelly Pickler, her husband Kyle Jacobs, a country producer and songwriter who co-starred with her in the CMT docuseries I Love Kelly Pickler, has died at 49 of apparent suicide. He had worked with artists including Garth Brooks, Kelly Clarkson, Darius Rucker, and Tim McGraw. Kelsey Ballerini will make her Saturday Night Live debut on March 4th. She'll appear as a musical guest on an episode hosted by Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl winning tight end Travis Kelsey. Coming up, a Nintendo theme park has opened. I'll tell you about it, but first I want to know, what are you really good at but hate doing? Send me an email, the Stephen King Show at yahoo.com. I just read a survey that found that one of the first things a person notices about you is your smile, unless you have cilantro in your teeth. I'm not trying to make you self-conscious, but if you have a small green leaf stuck between your teeth, people will notice that first. Now back to the Stephen King Show. The tooth hurts. As a parent, you become accustomed to sometimes having to tell your kids no in order to make sure they don't eat too much junk food or do any of a number of other things that may not be good for them. But grandparents, not so much. Researchers with the American Dental Association surveyed mothers and found that more than two thirds feel that grandparents spoil their young children with too many sugary foods and drinks. Examples of sugary food items, as you might expect, include sodas, juices, baked goods, and candy. And perhaps oddly, while 72% say their children's grandparents spoiled them with sugary treats, only just over half, 51%, have ever addressed the topic with the grandparents. Actually, this would be more newsworthy if they found that grandparents don't overload their grandkids with treats. Emojis in motion. All right, new ways to communicate without using words are on the way. Apple has revealed the 31 new emoji, that's the technically correct plural of emoji, that will soon be available. The new emoji designs have arrived as part of the first iOS 16.4 beta and include the highly anticipated pink heart. The new emoji also include light blue heart, shaking head, gray heart, 
donkey, moose, goose, wing, jellyfish, blackbird, peapod, ginger, folding hand fan, hair pick, flute, maracas, conda, and wireless. I wonder how they're gonna make wireless an emoji. There will also be a rightward pushing hand and a leftward pushing hand in a variety of skin tones. No official word yet on when the new emoticons will be available to all iOS users, but they are expected to be released in the coming months. What do I care? All I ever use is the laughing face and the poo. New good news. Elvis is the king of making foster cats feel perfectly at home. Nine years ago, Beverly Pack, a volunteer with Open Arms Animal Shelter in Louisa, Kentucky, took in Elvis, his sister Priscilla, and other kittens in their litter. When she learned that Elvis and Priscilla both have wobbly cat syndrome, she decided to adopt them. This condition affects their balance and motor skills, but it doesn't stop Elvis from fully embracing every new foster kitten that comes to their house. Since 2013, Pack has taken in over 100 fosters and Elvis insists he be allowed to groom and bathe each one. He follows his new friends around during the day, then snuggles with them at bedtime. This attention helps the kittens with their socialization, making it easier for them to get adopted. And Elvis's kindness has been rewarded. He was recently named a winner of Arm & Hammer's Feline Generous Happily Forever After contest, and a donation was made to the animal shelter. A girl who became the world's youngest published author at age 5 is making history again by releasing her second book at age 6. Bella J. Dark of the United Kingdom will become the youngest female author to publish a series of books after following up on her debut. Last year, she set the Guinness World Record for the youngest published author after selling more than 2,000 copies of The Lost Cat. Her second book, Snowy's Birthday Party, is out now available on Amazon and through publisher Ginger Fire Press. She'll need to sell 1,000 copies to surpass the official current record for the youngest author series. Her mom, Chelsea, thought that when Bella J announced she was going to write a book, it was just one of those things children say. But she was stunned when her daughter turned her dream into a reality with her first book, which features a feline who goes on adventures and learns an important lesson. With her second book on the shelves now, she has already started work on her third. Nintendo opens its first US theme park. The City of Stars just opened a superstar of the Mario variety. Super Nintendo World opened at Universal Studios Hollywood on Friday. At the Mini Mushroom Kingdom, guests can race cars, earn coins, and throw turtle shells on the park's only ride, Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge. Play mini games and complete challenges sprinkled throughout the park, some of which use augmented reality binoculars, eat a piranha plant caprice salad because that enemy is apparently edible, inside a restaurant shaped like a mushroom. This is the second Super Nintendo World following the first one in Osaka, Japan that opened in 2021. And two more Nintendo parks are currently under construction at Universal Studios locations in Orlando and Singapore. Nintendo has been working a profit from its games' successes outside the console. In addition to the theme park, there is a Super Mario Bros. movie coming out in April and the voice of Mario, Chris Pratt, attended the Hollywood Park opening. Plus, Nintendo boosted its retail presence by opening more physical stores in recent years and is planning more pop-up outlets. Coming up, Magic the Gathering is big money. Need a new coffee mug? How about a new shirt or hoodie? Check out the Stephen King Show Shop. Go to the stephenkingshow.securedecoration.com or click on the link in the description. Happy shopping and thanks for supporting the show. Now back to the Stephen King Show. Not so clean record. 
Packer Sanitation Services paid $1.5 million in fines on Friday for allegedly violating child labor laws. The company provides sanitation services to the biggest companies in the meat biz like JBS Foods and Tyson. The Department of Labor claims it had at least 102 kids, some as young as 13 years old, cleaning 13 meatpacking plants during overnight shifts. At least one child reportedly suffered from burns on their face from the strong chemicals used on the job. Biden talks UFOs. The president said that there was no evidence that the three unidentified flying objects recently taken down by U.S. military jets were Chinese spy balloons. Instead, they were most likely objects sent up by research institutions, private companies, or hobbyists. So why are we only seeing them now? Biden said the U.S. tightened up its radar after the first appearance of the actual suspected Chinese spy balloon that it also shot down earlier this month. We don't have any evidence that there have been a sudden increase in the number of objects in the sky, he said. Magic the Gathering is a billion dollar brand. In the toy business, there's Magic the Gathering and then there's everything else. Hasbro said Thursday that Magic became its first brand to reach $1 billion in annual sales ahead of its other lines such as G.I. Joe and Transformers. I don't think there is any toy brand that is even half that size, toy industry analyst Garrick Johnson told the New York Times. Magic walked so Pokemon could run. The concept of a modern trading card game didn't really exist until mathematician Richard Garfield invented Magic and released it in 1993. Drawing on Magic's rabid fandom in its early years, Pokemon released its first trading cards in 1996 and Yu-Gi-Oh! its first set in 1999. 30 years and 50 million plus players later, it seems Magic hasn't lost its magic, but Hasbro business strategy around the game has come under attack. Last year, Bank of America accused Hasbro of killing its golden goose by printing too many cards, which causes them to lose value on the secondary market. Big picture, Hasbro is going to hype Magic's milestone all it can because elsewhere around the company, things aren't looking so great. It lost nearly $130 million during the holiday quarter and last month announced it was cutting 15% of staff. Hasbro has even been cross-promoting their other brands in Magic. They released a set late last year, the Brothers War, that crosses over with Transformers, and they've already crossed over with Warhammer 40k, Fortnite, and The Walking Dead, and have plans for more with Lord of the Rings and Doctor Who later this year. I know someone who has those cards, and I'll see if we can get a video review of them up this weekend on the Stephen King Show YouTube channel. The link is in the description below. Things you probably didn't know yesterday is next. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Click the link below and check out all the Stephen King Show episodes. Download, listen, like, and subscribe. Now back to the Stephen King Show. This is... Things you probably didn't know yesterday. The short-term consequences of not enough good sleep are noticeable. Trouble concentrating, being short-tempered with loved ones, etc. But a new study published last week in the Journal of the American Heart Association says poor quality sleeping patterns could increase your risk for developing cardiovascular disease. The researchers found those with irregular sleep durations, varying by 90 minutes to more than two hours within a week, were about 1.4 times more likely to have higher buildup of plaque in the coronary arteries. And the creator of Nike's swoosh symbol was paid only $35 for the design. People tend to read as much as 10% slower from a screen than from paper. The Lion King was originally named King of the Jungle until producers realized that lions don't actually live in jungles. 
Eating a banana can help to form a lining that prevents heartburn from getting worse. If you unfolded your brain, it would cover an ironing board. Iceland has a dating app that stops you from hooking up with your cousins. Coming up, the answer to Friday's question. This Tuesday is Fat Tuesday, or as we call it in my family, Tuesday. Now back to the Stephen King Show. Friday I asked, 10% of us do this before going grocery shopping. What is it? The answer, eat. Today's question, oddly, 2% of people put ketchup on this. What is it? I'll give you the answer tomorrow. And I leave you with, no one ever made a difference by being like everyone else. Talk to you tomorrow.